Time now for, it says in the papers, with John S. Doyle. There has been a hardening of the Irish government's criticism of Israel's actions in Gaza, with the Taoiseach Leo Varadkar saying that Israel has become blinded by rage and the Minister for Enterprise, Simon Coveney, suggesting it is behaving like a rogue state. So the Irish Times says in its lead story, and there is something similar in the Irish Examiner, which adds in the remarks of the Tónisla Michal Martin, that sanctions against Benjamin Netanyahu's government should not be ruled out. There is much coverage of the vote by the US Senate just before dawn yesterday to pass a $95 billion aid package for Ukraine, Israel and Taiwan. As the examiner points out, $8 billion of that is for humanitarian aid for Palestinians in Gaza. The appearance of a woman in court in Waterford last night charged with the murder of her six-year-old son last Friday is the main story for the Irish Daily Mirror, Irish Daily Star and Irish Sun. The papers report that Matthew Healy's funeral takes place today. The musical spin-off from the Late Late Show's Toy Show Toy Show, the farcical, as the Sun calls it, provides the lead for the Irish Independent and Irish Daily Mail. During another committee grilling today, RTE's board is set to blame management at the broadcaster for withholding information about the musical, The Independent reports. And indeed, Fionn Sheehan in that paper writes that the blame game over the fiasco has a more intriguing script than the production itself. The Mail says that Moya Doherty, former chair of the RTE board, refused an invitation to appear at today's Eructus Media Committee hearing, citing personal and family reasons. It has emerged, the paper says, from an unredacted version of a Grant Thornton report published by RTE yesterday, that Ms Doherty advised that materials should not be circulated to members of the RTE board and executive the day before what is called a key combo meeting on the musical. The examiner highlights the fact that no opening date has been set for the new National Children's Hospital, the cost of which has risen to well over €2 billion. In an analysis piece in The Times, Paul Cullen says it is one of the most expensive hospital bills in the world and reminds readers that the project was originally supposed to cost €250 million. The profitability of private hospitals is reflected in the Times report that the Beacon Hospital in Dublin is to be sold to an Australian financial services company for what the paper believes to be more than €400 million. The Beacon is 80% owned by Dennis O'Brien, who the paper reckons stands to make a profit of €100 million before tax. It could be a £250 million jackpot, the Independent believes. Dan Linhan's photograph on the Examiner's front page shows Nicole Best and Edith Kakuk chatting with Eileen O'Loughlin outside a flower shop in Clonakilty as they get ready for St Valentine's Day. Two men and a baby feature on the Independence front page. They are Mark O'Looley and Owen Cannon and their daughter Aria, who was born through surrogacy. The couple would like to return home from the United States, the paper says, but the Irish state won't recognise their daughter as a citizen without genetic testing. The Times, in an editorial, notes that today, for only the third time since 1945, Ash Wednesday and St Valentine's Day coincide. 
The writer admits to being unromantic in suggesting that couples can save money by concentrating on the ashes today and deferring their amorous intentions until tomorrow. But St Valentine's Day itself can be rather penitential, says the paper. The pressure to live up to an unrealistic ideal of romantic perfection would place strain on the most committed relationship. Better, perhaps, to use every other day of the year to let them know they are truly loved. And we'll have more indeed on St Valentine's Day as well. The good and the bad. That's John S. Doyle.